Section 10 of The Rover, Volume 1, Number 21. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. The Rover, Volume 1, Number 21. Edited by Seba Smith and Lawrence Labrie. Section 10. Romance of Real Life. On the 31st of August, 1778, says Baron Grimm, at nine in the evening, a ship for Rochelle, carrying a crew of eight men with two passengers, approached the head of the pier of Dieppe. The wind was so impetuous that a coasting pilot endeavored in vain four times to go out and direct its entrance into the port. Bouchard, another pilot, perceiving that a pilot of the ship made a maneuver which placed it in great danger, endeavored to guide it by means of the speaking trumpet and by signals. But the darkness of the night, the roaring of the winds, the noise of the waves, and the great agitating of the sea prevented the captain's hearing or seeing anything, and the vessel, running upon a rock, was wrecked about thirty fathoms above the pier. Bouchard, hearing the cries of the unfortunate crew, who were in the utmost danger of perishing, in spite of all the representations made of him of the impossibility of giving them assistance, resolved to make an effort to save them, and ordered his wife and children, who tried to prevent him, to be carried away. He tied one end of a rope fast to the pier, and girding the other around his waist, threw himself into the midst of the furious waves, to carry the rope to the vessel, by means of which the people might be towed on shore. He approached the ship, but was thrown back again to the shore, by the mighty force of the waters. Many times was he thus repulsed, and rolled with violence along the shore, while he was surrounded by broken relics of the ship, which was going to pieces very fast. His ardor was not diminished. A wave carried him under the wreck, and he was concluded to be lost, but he soon reappeared, bearing in his arms a sailor who had been thrown from the ship. He brought him on shore motionless and almost lifeless. At length, after a great number of vain attempts, he succeeded to conveying the rope to the vessel, and those of the crew who had strength enough remaining, tying it around them, they were dragged on shore. Bouchard thought he had saved every soul on board. Exhausted with fatigue, bruised and battered with the blows and shocks he had received, he reached his home with difficulty, and there fell down in a swoon. He was just brought to himself, having discharged a vast quantity of seawater, and was recovering his spirits when he was told that a groaning was still heard on board the wreck. The moment he learned this, he seemed inspired with new strength, and breaking away from those who were about him, ran to the shore, got on board, and was fortunate enough to save one of the passengers, who, from weakness, had not been able to avail himself of the assistance given to his companions. Of ten men who had been in the ship, only two perished, and their bodies were found the next day. On this occasion, the following letter was written by Monsieur Necker to Boussard, agreeably to the order of Louis XVI. Brave man, I did not know till yesterday, by means of the intendant, the courageous action you performed upon the 31st of August, I gave an account of it to the king, who has ordered me to express his high satisfaction and to announce to you his part that he makes you a present of a thousand livres. I write with orders to this effect to the intendant. Continue to succor others when you can, and put up prayers for your king, who loves brave men and delights to reward them. Signed, Necker, Director General of the Finances. The courageous pilot received the letter and the reward which accompanied it with the utmost gratitude, only expressing surprise that his action of the 31st of August should have made so much noise, 
since he had shown the same zeal on many other occasions without ever thinking of any reward or receiving any after paying his debts and buying new clothes for his wife and children a thing which he had rarely been able to do before he asked permission of the intendant to go to paris and thank monsieur necker and see if possible the young king who loved brave men and delighted to reward them he went to paris in the sailor's dress which he had formerly bought for his wedding some one having asked him what could have inspired him with an intrepidity so rare he answered in these remarkable words humanity and the death of my father he was drowned i was not in the way to save him and i swore from that moment to devote myself to the rescue of all whom i might behold in danger at sea was ever a more pure a more sublime homage offered to filial piety end of section 10